welcome back. Hi, guys. Happy 2022 and welcome yes. to the podcast. <laughs> yes, welcome to the podcast. If you are new here, my name is Tati. And I'm Yakini from New and, York City. Yes, and I'm in Atlanta. And welcome to Romance and Color, your place for real inclusive love and discussions about romance and romance books, movies, and pretty much all romance media and people of color. So this is your place to be. Um, Yakini, how was your uh, your holiday, our extended break? Well, it was wonderful. You know, the holidays, Christmas, that's all my favorite time of the year. So very mm-hmm. relaxing, low key because of mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm actually just now kind of finishing taking down decorations. That's kind of a sad really? time. <laughs> yeah, I start January 1st. But you know, I do like the whole house from top to bottom. And I just, mm-hmm. oh my god, I, I decorate so <laughs> just like it's not just like untrimming the tree and putting it away it's like a lot so okay. I and it takes a lot of energy and I don't just work back to back I need to take breaks so yeah I'm I'm finally finishing all of that and I put up all my winter decor because I don't like to have a naked house so yeah okay that's that. nice. what about you how was your, it was, your, your it break was, it was really nice um got a lot done uh got a lot of reading done got writing done um nice, enjoyed nice. her all of her gifts, and I'm about to be broke again because her birthday is in two <laughs> <Yeah>. weeks. <laughs> I feel you because my son's oh, birthday is one week after Christmas, and I just feel so much. relieved when it's all over. Uh, Lord have mercy, Jesus. I know it's just too much. <laughs> I can't take it. It is. So, I know. Um, I, I will be glad when. And then Jay's birthday yeah. is four days, five mercy, five days before hers. So it's oh, just like it's um, the most wonderful time of the year and the most expensive. So. Yes, it is. It's so expensive, and so I'm just glad it'll be. I have at least some. Yeah. Yeah. reprieve mm-hmm. so yeah but, but that's about it so mm-hmm. last year our last podcast of 2020 we uh had an interview with writer Ari Revis I hope you all enjoyed that um we also had a quick quick little hot topics we talked about Candace Parker and her wife and they're expecting a baby mm-hmm. um Alicia and Swiss Beats I forgot what we talked about with Alicia and Swiss Beats honestly what was I, honestly, I think she made a comment that when she was first attracted to him, I mean, when she first met him, she wasn't attracted to attracted him. Attracted to she him, was kind of yeah. Playful, but then the comments yeah. kind of lit up with, "Well, of course you weren't. He was somebody else's husband." All <laughs> stuff. Right, right. She was just kind of making the point that, like, we didn't buy the first, but we got to know each other, and now we buy yeah. so much. But people, you yeah. know, as per usual, use that as an opportunity to be like, "That's because you know, you know how we do." <laughs> yes. And then Omarion and her had been seen out and about uh, canoodling. I don't know how true that is. Maybe they're working on something. Omarion and who? Alicia Her? Kim? No, her, the singer. Oh, her. I'm sorry. Okay. I, got, well, like, <laughs> okay, okay, I forgot about that story. I said, no, oh my gosh. What on earth? Okay. Yeah, that's cute. We have to see what's happening with that in 2022. I know. Yeah. I know. In listening romance, I shouted out the Bad Romance podcast. Um, and in watching romance, we kind of wrapped up our end of the year with our holiday movies and stuff. Guess what, girl? I still got a DVR full of holiday movies. I didn't <laughs> get a chance to watch. Well, that is okay because those are <laughs> those will be some truth. Oh, I still have a gosh. couple too. I ended, the, up buying, uh, yeah. uh, I ended up buying <laughs> extra DVR space for the movies and then oh, ended up watching. Idea. Only watched a few of them and then. Like I watched the one with, <laughs> I watched the one the the miracle in Motor City. Girl, why did you tell me the guy playing the love interest was the granddaddy from Remember Seventeen again with the twins? I don't remember. He played the grand he played the granddaddy in Seventeen again. So there were a lot of little reunions along yeah. Lifetime, yes. like a little yeah. lot lot of yeah. people coming back together. So they came back together. I love then, that. Yeah, and then um, who do we have? We had the uh, Christmas dance reunion, which I also watched. Oh, that was so um, cute. And, and and that was really cute with the um, mm-hmm. kids from High School Musical. They were all back together. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was a cute little little reunion, <laughs> semi reunion yeah. going on. It but, was, yeah. and it was I so many, like you said. It's like the more we 
we ask for movies of color during the holidays. We're getting mm-hmm. it. And every year <laughs> it gets more and more robust. So it's like mm-hmm. easy to not get to see everything. But that's a wonderful problem to have. You know, I can't it really complain. is. Because really there was is. a time when we didn't have enough. And now our cup runneth over. So that's a blessing. So, yes. Hey. And I really and I really liked um, A Christmas Stray, too, that was on, um, on Oh, that was TV. cute. With the dog. That it was, was super, real super cute. cute. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, and the veterinarian, he fell yeah, in love with. Uh, so cute, so cute. But mm-hmm. yeah, again, I did not finish all of them, so I'll just take my time over the yeah. course of a few months and just That's watch all. one here and there as I as I work mm-hmm. from home or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, That's the best way to do it. So anyway, mm-hmm. Kenny, what's up in hot topics as we as we open up the new year? A lot of stuff has happened since we've been gone. A lot of stuff has happened. We weren't here to talk about it, so I was chomping at the bit to get back to y'all. So <laughs> it's not that I'm going to talk about everything that we, we didn't discuss in the time off, but just a couple of little highlights. So most recently, Jeannie Mai um, and Jeezy, they had their baby. As y'all remember, mm-hmm. they did tie the knot a few months ago after Jeannie divorced from her ex Freddie, who she did not want to have children with at the time, remarried remarried to Jeezy the rapper. Um, Jeannie is 41. Jeezy is 43. So this will be his third child and it will be Jeannie's first child. She swore up and down she didn't want to have kids. But she, you know, she mm-hmm. said when she met Jeezy, it was kind of a different thing. I guess, you know, she really fell in love and she had a change of heart. So she she is, you know, a little bit considered a geriatric pregnancy. I believe that's if you're 35 and over. So they did use in vitro fertilization, um, which, you know, is encouraging for women who are of a certain age who still want to get pregnant. You know, it's absolutely a new day and you can get pregnant and have a healthy baby. But mm-hmm. they kept the pregnancy private for about five months, you know, to be safe and stuff. And they welcome their first baby. So yeah. for those who care about the Jeannie Mai and Jeezy love story, <laughs> I personally don't. But, you know, I'm sharing it. <laughs> some, 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 some may be excited by this. So, you know, she had a health, they had a healthy baby and, you know, we're wishing them, you know, congratulations. So, that's yeah, I still, I still find her quite problematic, but that's just Absolutely. Me. Right. But we're, we'll let this her back me. in the glow of the yes. babyhood and stuff. I'm sure yes. she'll be in the news again for something st- dumb that comes out of her mouth. <laughs> she'll probably yes. say something about her, my beautiful caramel, whatever she's been saying. Biracial baby. Just something. Oh, right, right. <laughs> to them and, and I mean that genuinely having a healthy yes. baby you know especially as, a, as an older woman is no easy feat so yeah, it's not easy. that is that so in very exciting news um I know that we both loved Pose it was one of our favorite dramas of, the, yes. of its time it was a, like something new that hadn't been done before so finally MJ Rodriguez who uh played our beloved Blanca she won the mm-hmm. Golden Globe for Best Actress in a TV Drama so she's the first transgender actress to win a Golden Globes. So mm-hmm. a Golden Globe Award. So that's that's mm-hmm. huge. It's exciting and just we're so 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 happy for her. So that's that's exciting. I just hate it wasn't televised. Like we didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah. They decided not to televise. And I said all these kind of like I'm sad monumental about wins, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. They didn't, you know, they didn't air it. So that's a, I would have loved to yeah. see that happen. Just like yeah. when um Billy Porter won, um, and that was just such an exciting speech and a really special moment. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's too bad. Yeah. So while we were on hiatus, there were some rumors swirling about Jill Scott, our favorite Ooh, so lady <laughs> in the 90s. Was she 2000s? 90s? I don't know. 90s and 2000s, yeah. Okay, so basically people were speculating that there was a sex tape going around and it just, Mm. I never saw so much excitement about a possible sex tape as (laughs) the possibility of a Jill Scott one. Everybody was looking for that sex tape and she stayed silent for a while. But she finally came out and made a statement, not a statement, but in an Instagram post, she was like, say word. I expect this energy when my new movies, album, and TV show drop. Y'all too much. <laughs> hashtag headed back to work. Hashtag hydrate. <laughs> I'm sure it tickled her though. Because I swear people were feeding for that sex tape. Men, women, everybody of all ages. Yeah, you know, it was interesting though. They love Jill Scott. They love, they love Jill, Jill Scott. Scott. Mm-hmm. They really do. She's just such a beautiful and sexy woman. Um, yes. It kind of also evokes like a lot of conversation about you know, people and what they like. Someone tweeted um, a woman named Powder Binyet. Okay, interesting. Binyet. And then I don't know who this is. Powder <laughs> Binyet. Is that that French yeah. pastry? Yes. 
But yeah, she said for a lot of men on here who claim to not like luscious women, a lot of them men were certainly thirsting after Jill Scott's alleged sex yep. tape. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of controversy because people come, this is kind of going down a different road, but people often compare Jill Scott to some of the other like, you know, curvy women like Lizzo and stuff. And then there's others who are like, Jill Scott's really not that curvy. She's just kind of a fuller figure, but she's not considered mm. like a BBW. So I don't know what category she's in. But people are kind of like, I didn't, I don't know. But it was I just kind of like think, everybody was sweating Jill Scott's sex tape. I think, I think BBW is a matter of perspective and who you ask. Because to some, let's say you, and culturally, who you ask. Because to us, to right. white people, she's not that big. To white people, she's big. You know, okay, other okay. she might be big. But to us, Jill Scott is average. You know what I mean? Right, because like, when I see her, she's average. You know, when you have like larger breasts and stuff like that, you look mm-hmm. maybe even bigger than you are. But mm-hmm. she, but you're, you're absolutely right. It's such a cultural thing, randomly yeah. and totally diverging. I was on Facebook, and you know how those videos pop up, and they were showing a clip from Designing Women, and it was like Delta Burke, and they were just bashing her, of course, for how quote fat she was. And when I looked at that clip, she was so slim, and it was like, but that's culturally if you weren't like thin as a waif then you were overweight so mm-hmm. but yeah so th- but anyway needless to say there is no Jill Scott sex tape so you all can stop looking and but if there is you know we will definitely be reporting on that and you know but I don't think I don't think Jill would let that slip through the facts. I think they're confusing that with her you know pretending to have fellatio with the microphone thing you know she does yeah, I thought concerts. that's why people got excited and yeah you know, Jill Scott she a freak yeah but yeah mm-hmm. I mean she had fun with her you know her comfort and her sexuality but mm-hmm. I don't know where the sex tape thing came from maybe somebody yeah. just made that up one day and then people ran with it um, but so. in more sombre news um, Megan Good and Devin Franklin so So they they did go ahead and they came out and they announced a divorce so or announced that they would be divorcing um this is after nine years of marriage so you know it turned out later that they had been separated for four months before they decided to share the news publicly um each of them kind of doing their own statement megan good and they both just kind of kept it very very classy very vague about the reason. So Megan Good's statement was, after much prayer and consideration, we have decided to go into our futures separately, but forever connected. We celebrate almost a decade of marriage together and a love that is eternal. There is no one at fault. We believe this is the next best chapter in the evolution of our love. We are incredibly grateful for the life-changing years we've spent together as husband and wife. We are also extremely thankful to God for the testimony being created inside both and for blessing our lives with each other. That was a very classy little statement and stuff. Very, very, very very respectable. So, yeah. You know, I don't have any thoughts on that. I'm shocked. Um, I really Mm -hmm. am. But there had been speculation for several months since they hadn't, nobody had seen them on each other's Instagram. Right, they um, took some for, photos, but I thought Devin could like, put photos. up a post bigging up her, her show, Harlow. He was, he that was. Show she was, in? he was. But I guess he was supporting her as a friend, and that's, that's kind of what adults her. do. Right, yeah. but then he got weird and posted this weird post of him crying. Crying, I saw oh, that. That, that was a yes. that, that was, was really in, extra. Like, it was, was like emotionally manipulative. It, it was, was really, like, it was ridiculous. first of all, Devin Emotionally. is the one who filed for divorce, so he yes. initiated this. Not to say it wasn't a mutual decision, right. but yeah, I just thought that was over the top. When any celebrity or any person puts a video or photo of them crying, I'm just kind of like, mm. I can see if on a live you start crying, or in right. a video you get tearful and emotional, but when you have someone, tears yeah. streaming down your face mm. and you share that, and then... It was it was a weird thing, so I don't know. That's just well, that's what I'm saying. It's like (laughs) what's what's really happening? I don't know. I don't know. I guess you said let me let me let me go and troll for my next wife. (laughs) He's such a sensitive man of the Lord. (laughs) So sensitive. We love that. So yeah, I I don't know, but I don't think we're gonna get any more any more information from them about you know the circumstances of the separation and that's fine because everything is in everybody's business so Mm -hmm. but we do wish them the best and stuff yes and so finally i'm just like this is just so disgusting trey songs is yet again the center of another accusation of race i just Mm. feel like where there's smoke there's fire this is too Mm -hmm. many i'm just so disgusted he's a talented man 
beautiful yeah. voice, all these love ballads that I loved in the early 2000s or mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't, and you have a problem. Like yeah. you allegedly are a predator. You're a rapist, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's like we know that it's all about power and control. These celebrities mm-hmm, can probably get mm-hmm. any woman who, or mm-hmm. not any woman, but any woman, many women are throwing themselves. They you, and that's not what mm-hmm. you want. That's mm-hmm. not what you want. You want. It's just so terrible. So there was a woman in 2018 in Miami who accused him of rape. Most recently, a UNL a UNLV former student who played basketball accused him. I mean, it's just mm. it's really, really, really troubling. I hope he gets mm. the help he needs. And I'm just like, at what point? He does need to go to jail. And I love his music so much, but I loved R. Kelly's too. And when you need to cancel someone, you just need to cancel them. So yes. I don't know what's going on with him. So yeah. I don't know. It is yeah. very, very problematic. So yes. that's about yes. it in Hot Topics. I could go on, but I'm not going to because we have more wait, show wait, to wait. get you, to. You missed, you missed the, the, oh. the, the, the one that was craziest this week about Drake and the hot sauce. Drake, Drake and the what you said? The hot sauce. Oh, about how he puts it in the condom. You, know, you want to go ahead? <laughs> that was so ridiculous to me. I, that was ridiculous. He used to make sure if... he's not getting trapped in 2022. I, I hear the brother. I hear I hear what he's trying to do. I I, I see what he's saying. Because there so have just been to issues. share with viewers. He, is <laughs> yes, listeners. Yes. he basically <sighs> said that he protects himself from a woman stealing his sperm and impregnating herself by putting hot sauce in the used condom. I'm trying to figure out when he does this. And under what context? I guess he excuses himself, goes to the bathroom. To start, and, do men throw and, that and down the toilet or the trash? I guess girl, the trash girl, because you can't put that in the toilet. In years. I don't yeah, I don't. Remember, yeah, I I think that kind of thing would probably clog your toilet. So I'm guessing yeah, it's the trash. And even if you bathroom, empty yeah. it, you probably, I guess, a woman because you know how they say you can get pregnant from pre-ejaculatory fluid, so it doesn't take right. that many drops. So if right. someone's really motivated. They could take that empty condom after you poured it in the toilet, flip it inside out, insert it in your vagina, and make sure that that sperm swims up. And not to be so graphic, but I see what he's doing. So apparently he goes in, I guess, with his little hot sauce that he has stashed in his butt cheeks or wherever it's hidden. Maybe (laughs) maybe if it's his home, it's already in his bathroom. I'm just saying you can't just walk in there with the open hot sauce. You got to conceal it because she must think you're crazy. And then he oh makes sure. God. So I assume that it, if it's diluted, it loses its potency to get you. <laughs> Thank you too much. <laughs> I'm not mad at it though. I guess he he loves his son and all, but he said, "I'm not going out like that again." Next child I have, I want to be in control of the situation. I want it but to be you, planned. But yeah. not, to be, not to be funny, but there was a court case where a woman mm-hmm. stole the man's sperm. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm sure that happens all the time. I'm just with celebrities. So, no, no, this wasn't even a celebrity. This was a wealthy man, but he wasn't a celebrity. And he, Mm -hmm. um, I think he was a surgeon or something. And the lady close enough. Yeah, close enough, honey. And she took his sperm, froze it, you know, impregnated, impregnated um, him, herself with it. And then later on, she's like, "Um, are you only child? Well, he said, wait a minute, I use protection every single time. I'm telling you. So she finally so confessed that, yeah, I tweaked the sperm, blah, blah. They went to court. They went to <laughs> court. And, yeah, they went to court and everything. And he tried to sue her for oh, theft of, like, theft of property, right? Like, it's, it's his property. He, he didn't sold plan it. that. And they did it the right way with birth control. So what is but, happening with that case? But check it, check it. So the man lost the case because the <gasps> judge, judge said, wow. once she removed the condom and it's in her trash... <laughs> It's her property. To do what she wants with it. Wow. Even Let that be a lesson, mm-hmm. man. Y'all better get your bottle of hot sauce and stop playing around. <laughs> it's not safe out here in them streets. Okay? I, wonder what, I wonder what brand Drake uses. Does he use like Tabasco or the Louisiana? Like, <laughs> Louisiana red hot. <laughs> oh, where did he even get that use? idea, Drake? You are too much. Oh, my God. You are too much. It's a principle for him. He can afford look, to have it, but he doesn't want to do that. But the crazy part is the girl tried to do it and she was burning. <gasps> really? And that's how she that's how he was like, um, what you doing? And she's wow. like, uh, he's like, how come on now? She didn't see that that sperm was done, looked orangish. Why would you put that in your body? Not knowing why it was orange or red, you're gonna put that in your body. Ugh, that I know, right? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you went and you saw that comment and you saw it was not white and creamy. Yeah, I hope that there's gross. no children listening to this. <laughs> I'm just saying, why would you still insert it? Maybe oh, you needed to burn. Yeah, 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 sis, you did. You, you need to go down. Like, come on now. 
Because there's no colorless hot sauce where you can conceal that. She's soft. Unless he, unless he used it. like a, unless he used just like a, like, like a pepper, pepper sauce, like a, you know, like a clear oh, okay. vinegary like pepper sauce. Sprinkle a little sauce. I don't yeah. know if that would dilute it like it needs to and kill that sperm, but it's I don't know. We, it's it's okay. vinegary, so probably. Yeah, true. That's an interesting mm. one. I did leave that out, but you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. We might it was as well. so ridiculous. We might as well. It was, it was ridiculous. So ridiculous. It was very, oh but I feel like now that Drake done put that out to his millions of fans, there's going to be a lot of people out there with their hot sauce following some intercourse <laughs> and making sure. So I can't wait for ah, these stories. Mercy. Oh, there's too much. Oh my Remember God, my being Mary Jane when um Gabrielle Union had tried to implant herself, or not tried to Yeah, she, she saved the guy's sperm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it definitely happens. I don't think people are that sophisticated to do the turkey baster, but, you know, it happens. Yeah, yeah it does. When you try to get pregnant, you know, for whatever your reasons are, you do what you gotta oh, do, I guess. Oh, I would never. Thing. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's a mess. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right, you guys, we're gonna take a real quick break. And come back and just talk about a few topics that are going to be going on for the new year. So uh, stay tuned. Okay, everyone, we are back. Uh, we don't really have a topic this 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 you know first podcast back for the new year, but we do want to talk about a few things, sort of a new year potpourri of things um, that we want to talk about and that are going to be coming up on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, but first we're going to talk about Insecure the finale of Insecure yeah. and mm-hmm. um, how we enjoyed the season and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know my brother is just now watching Insecure he oh he's like binge watching it and stuff yeah he's binge okay. watching it oh my god oh. it's so good I was like um Michael it's the show <laughs> is over yeah like, in Michael's defense I was late to the party as well I think mm-hmm. I just kind of binge watched it maybe two years ago I don't know I think it was one of those things where people were sweating the show so hard sometimes that's more <laughs> off-putting for me than anything like Game yeah. of Thrones I'm one of the rare people who can proudly say I've never watched one I've episode. never seen one either I just all the hype mm. was such a turnoff and I was just like uh, I'm glad I didn't mm. do that with Bridgerton and I got on the bandwagon and it yeah. was so good and similarly mm. I'm glad I got on the, the Insecure band so yes I'm glad mm-hmm. that Michael decided to get with the program <laughs> yes. he let him know he wasn't the only one late to the party yeah. okay now back yes. to the finale <laughs> yes so overall I felt like the season okay let's talk about overall feelings of the season okay overall I felt like the season got maybe a B plus yeah. There were some things That's that generous. they did Pl- that was just, yeah, I think there were some things that they did were just kind of like either rushed or they didn't really think about it. There mm-hmm. were a couple of plot holes that weren't sealed up. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, the whole thing with Tiffany and her depression, that wasn't really wrapped up good and yeah. explored. All of a sudden she just moved Yeah, they Denver. actually never even went back to that, right? I no, mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden she just moved to Denver and has another baby. I mean, like, what? Then Kelly, what was even the purpose of the move to Denver? I didn't understand. Um, the that. husband, the husband got a no, no, no. But why even introduce that into the plot? Mm-hmm. Maybe they mm-hmm. just like the idea of like real life changes happening. You I know, guess so. growing up and moving. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you know the whole thing with Kelly feeling like she's just not memorable or whatever. Yeah, and what like her like her life, what's her purpose, or whatever. I mean. I kind of, we kind of got a kind of a wrap up on that. I mean, but, she got pregnant by a dude who she knew for a couple months. Or well, no, I guess a couple months. It was like a year. It was like a that year. That was that was. I, and then she and she ended up finding out her calling. I guess was estate planning or whatever. But yeah. it, I mean, it just wasn't. I don't know. It could have been handled differently. It was just weird. Yeah. And y'all, I, maybe what, it's, it's hard with with these season finale, not season, but mm-hmm. show finales. Because I, mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows, Will and Grace. I also was not ever one hundred percent satisfied with their show finales, and they had two. So mm-hmm. I wonder if we would ever feel satisfied or satiated if we really uh, love the show and we wish it could go on longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know the answer to that. It's, yeah. it's it's how I felt about like I I only watched the first two episodes of this new Sex in the City and after that I was like I'm I'm out because I was I like I can't tried it. Yeah, it's on uh, my to do list. Was, I didn't was, hear a favorable mm-hmm. thing. It's not favorable. It feels really weird and. I, it's, I it's feel like there's like. room to talk about it since they have one black character on it. <laughs> so maybe we'll 
it has, has she come into the pot yet? Is yeah. It Nicole yeah. Nicole, but, yeah, I in. haven't yet. She's okay. coming in and that kind of and her husband is the guy from Hamilton. Okay. His name. Oh, so um, we definitely can yeah. on it. So, but, but I wasn't, I'm not, and there's an Indian lady, there's there's another black lady that's a professor. It just felt really tokenism. Yeah. The minorities in there. And when I heard people were protesting and they put them in there, I didn't like that because I feel like that's very token and very forced. And I personally, maybe because I live in New York City and I understand kind of how circles are and Mm -hmm. the Upper East Side or wherever Mm -hmm. those ladies live, there are Mm -hmm. a lot of really rich white people and Mm -hmm. they do hang among themselves and Mm -hmm. that's cool. And then there's Mm -hmm. areas of the Upper West Side in Harlem where there's like elite black people and they hang together. And I think that's okay. And you're not going to go to the Upper East Side necessarily and see the one black girl and that you're just not. And I, and I'm okay with that. But Mm -hmm. I guess with diversity and inclusivity, people want to see it, but I I don't, I don't like it. Like it felt organic when like Miranda met her black neighbor and she had her little tryst with him, you know, like that like I said, B plus for me, um, things weren't really, I don't know. They just weren't jiving for me, I guess. It reminded me of like my high school into college relationship because I dated mm-hmm. the same guy for all for high school. Then we went to college together and we were together for the four years of college. So we went from sweethearts into high school to college and then grad school was around when we broke up. And honestly, like, we, I just outgrew him if I'm being honest I mean mm-hmm. like I mm-hmm. just felt like I outgrew him like academically he didn't stimulate me into and I think some people really did love them together and felt like people, their people, love story was like I don't know uh, people like toxicity <laughs> I think people like toxic relationships yeah. they feel like they can only function in toxic relationships yeah. and they feel like certain people are just soulmates or whatever for me I would have been happy yeah. if Issa chose herself like if she just would have chose right. herself and just mm-hmm. said, the hell with both of y'all. Y'all both acting stupid. I'm going to yeah. choose me. Yeah. I'm going to do me. And I'm going to be happy just being me. I you know, her, her, her up here being a stepmama to this dude. You know, had a baby on you. I mean, come on. That's what right. are you telling women? What kind of message are you sending to women? You know what I mean? And, the only, the yeah. only plot line that was even fucking redeemable was Molly. Of all people, Molly. Now that Molly. made me happy. That, that made, made me, me so happy. Good. I really and was happy. And I, I liked I the choice for her. I really, yes. really, really liked who her partner her, was. Tori, yes. Yeah. And, and I, how, I thought that they were kind of, it was like a friends, to, enemies to lovers type thing. And it was perfect. And, you know, yeah. and how, you know, he just, he just really complimented her, you know, drive, ambition, mm-hmm. you know, everything. Yeah. He's so happy for her. Every time he saw his face lit yes. up. You know, and they, and they both celebrated each other's wins. Like she was so mm-hmm. genuinely happy when he made partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so funny. Intellect. It yeah. was so funny. The girls in the partnership was like, um, they fucking ain't they? She was going through, you know, her mother's getting sick and then picked up. Mm-hmm. He sent over the wings and wine and she just wasn't in the mood to go. Like, I just really liked that. Like, yeah, we liked mm-hmm. Asian Bay last season. That was cute. But she really needed somebody who kind of matched her, who was equally yoked with her, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 He was, he was, uh, you know, say, you know, Tori, he a Morehouse man. He a Q. He was mm-hmm. the right. He was the right. In real life or on the show? No. Well, in real life, he is a Q with that, that okay. with Howard. Um, oh, and so, you know, he, he is a real life Q with Howard. Um, as a matter of fact, he was their chapter president at one point. Um, oh, okay. guy who, like, but, I mean, he was, yeah, but he was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I never did that. But um, he's you know he he was a perfect choice for her. And that dress, oh my god, that Oscar De La Renta dress he had on was so gorgeous. Yeah, um, fashion was really really good. Fashion was so good this season. They stepped up. They looked. They all looked yeah. so fabulous. Yeah. Um, you know there were a few controversies over the season. I hated know, the her and them ending up together. I'm sorry, I just oh, <laughs> I, I hated that. I would have rather her liked her. Herself. What or, was her or, name? Or. Her boyfriend's name. The other one, the with the light eyes, the bipolar. Oh, I like young. Nathan. I love I like Nathan. Nathan. I like Nathan too. I, like I love because... that he had dignity and he didn't try to back yeah. her. Yeah, like you. Yeah, he's clearly yeah. still in love with your ex. Mm-hmm. But um, I did not want yeah. her going to end up together. Mm-hmm. And then it just was like artificial with her all this great relationship with the baby and stuff. No, mm-hmm. like. 
What happened with Condola? I mean, I mean it, it, I Condola was clearly trying to work it out. I wouldn't have right. That. And Condola was clearly being shady when she saw him looking over there at Issa, and she gonna hand him the baby. I said, like, of course, that was so. That was so. <laughs> that, that was, was so come bad. on now. We're women. That we know. Was so <laughs> that was so. And then the baby, right? I was like, girl, we know what you're doing, honey. Of course. Of course. But yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said, I gave it a B. It, it was it was yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean I know every like you said it's not gonna satisfy everybody, but and I guess there's only so much you can do. It's the last season and every mm-hmm. episode is only thirty minutes. So yeah, she gave her an hour. This was an hour, hour, right? Yeah. yeah. Was it was an hour. Okay, yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that they did that. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. but you know, it's the end of an era. I'm looking forward to seeing what Issa does next. I know she Me has too. projects on the horizon that she's teased Me and too. stuff. But Me too. Know. And there are other shows out here now that are kind of filling that void. NBC has Grand Crew, which is about mm-hmm. a group of friends, a comedy about a group of friends who are into wine. Um, Quinta Brunson, if y'all remember her from BuzzFeed, has her show Abbott Elementary, which mm-hmm. is fucking hilarious. Y'all gotta watch that show, it's so funny. Um, and there are other mm-hmm. shows to feel. And you love voice. 20s, right? Did that go off? I know Twi- that Condola's in that. Everything. Yeah, 20s is good. I gotta get into that because you've been it's talking good. about the 20s. For I, a minute. You know, there's Harlem. I haven't watched Harlem. You, you watched it, right? I haven't watched it. It's on my to do list. That's with Megan yeah. Good, right? Yeah, making good. I haven't yeah. watched that, but I heard it's, it's good too. Then there's Run the World. So there's these other shows with groups of black women mm-hmm. that are going to fill that void. So it's mm-hmm. okay. We we good. You know, if they yeah. have 50, 11 shows about white women friend groups, then we can have 50, 11 shows about Absolutely. black women friend groups. So and each friend group is different. So, you know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we also wanted to take the time and kind of give y'all a brief overview of what's going to be happening in the next couple months. Um, this month, mm-hmm. we're going to be just, you know, doing our regular podcast. When February hits, things are going to kind of ramp up. Um, mm-hmm. We have our first interview. It's going to be um, February 6th with Aisha Weedland, um, who is a debut author. Um, the week after that, we're doing a men's roundtable uh, for Valentine's Day. So we're going to talk all about romance with men who are authors and romance enthusiasts and things like that. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to tell y'all who's going to be on it because we do have <laughs> some, 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 you know, well-known names in romance that are going to be on there. Um, we also are going to do our Valentine's Day. Um, oh, that part was fun. Two. It's yeah. be so fun. We're going to do it live on Instagram mm-hmm. like we did before. We're also going to have a giveaway. We're not going to talk about what it is, but we're going to do like a little giveaway um, for it. And um, lastly, um, at the end of February, we're going to have another interview with Mia Hanselman, so who's also an author. She's going to have her, I think she's an indie, indie author, but she's doing her debut novel later on in the year with Thule, um, but she has another one uh, that's coming out around that time right. too so we got a lot going on and then of course there'll be, be more, there'll be more mm-hmm. interviews, more topics to talk about and stuff like that and uh, we'll probably be wrapping up in June with a LBGT focused queer romance okay. podcast so yeah, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a little bit of what's going to be happening, a little potpourri of things. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Yakini, with the podcast and what you want to look forward to? Um, No, I'm just, I'm, I mean, I know I'm looking forward to our Valentine's Day special. I think that the ladies and gents, but really the ladies enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any ideas of topics that you would like us to address and cover, you can mm-hmm. certainly pass them our way or just hop into the live and, you know, Bring it up then. I have to do a better job of reading the comments. I find it hard <laughs> to kind of like be in the moment and participating and looking to see mm-hmm. who joins. Maybe because my vision's like I have to look up real close like all the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But no, that was that yeah. was a lot of fun. I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. So. Seeing your pretty face as we talk. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah. You know, we, as, as I know they don't know that we don't we don't see each other when we're yeah. doing a podcast. Right. <laughs> Rarely when I, we see each other. I always yeah. envision people doing a podcast sitting next to each other with microphones, like how you see, you know, on, I guess, a TV. Oh, but mm-hmm. no, ours is, ours is done from New York and Atlanta. So. Yeah, the modern, modern <laughs> technology allows mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Um, quickly as we wrap up, I'm going to talk about this week's watching romance. I am so hyped because I don't know if y'all are in tune with Lifetime this season, but funny, they are about to bring us all types of movies with with black women being the focus. The first one this weekend is Safe House with Nicole Ari Parker, sort of like um, that movie Safe Room um, with uh, what was the lady name? Jodie Foster where the people mm-hmm. are trying to break into a safe room and get to them or whatever. It's sort of like that. It's a thriller. She's in it. Her husband is in it. Um, Boris Kojo with his fine stuff is in it. Um, so it's going to be good. It's going to be real, real good. It's a thriller. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we got um, Tatiana mm-hmm. Ali in Playing one. a twin or something. Oh my, oh my God. It's oh, going to be, so be good. Yeah. Vanish, looking for my sister. That comes on the <laughs> 22nd. Y'all know that's mm-hmm. our girl. We love us from Tatiana Ali. And then the one... It's, it's, it's a couple more. It's one with um, people getting them confused all the time. Raven Goodwin and Amber Raleigh. So I feel like they paired them together because people they did, know they that. did. They did. Yeah. They did. And so what happened was, I think Amber um, kind of made like a joke, like when they see us all together all the time, we should do something together. So the that. people at Lifetime actually got with them, and they got they got this movie coming out. I'm like so called excited Single about Black that. Female. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be so good, y'all. I think Amber yeah. Riley's playing the crazy one, <laughs> um, and Raven good one because they look like they could be sisters. You know, one really do. Um, yeah. so it's gonna be good. That comes out the first uh, week of February, and the, uh, I think the second week of February. I think right before Valentine's Day. And then finally, y'all, they giving us a thriller called Sorority, the Lion Sisters. I think yeah, Lion yeah, Sisters. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, y'all. It looks crazy. It has um, Kiara Sheard in it. It has Latoya Luckett. Um, who else? Is it Drew Sedora? Oh, Latoya Luckett. So I think I Drew Sedora is so. in it. Some some other people. But it's going to be about a group of sorority sisters and something they did in the past is coming back to haunt them on their quote-unquote line anniversary retreat. And and people are a little... Wow. Uh, yeah. And one of my friends was like, well, who wrote this? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, it's, 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 don't worry. It's being handled with you know, somebody black. Yeah, it is. And they, they do like white sorority movies on Lifetime all the time. Oh, they sure. make up some letters. I'm sure and whoever exactly consulted with them, it's going to be some not real colors. It'll just but, we can't look at it like, you know, they're not going to be revealing anything. But, you know. but they're not going to be revealing anything of stuff like that. I think the person who wrote it is Greek. However, mm-hmm. I think they are going to be pulling from the headlines, y'all. So I um, want, there will, so there may be well, some trigger warnings. So don't, yeah, don't well. you know, I'm thinking, I'm looking at the previews and not to spoil it, but mm-hmm. from the previews, it looks like they may be dealing with that, the AKA drowning that happened uh, way back in the day uh, which okay. was so tragic. Yeah. Um, back on the beach and back in the, uh, what was it, the mid-2000s, early 2000s, something like okay. that. Yeah, that was around when um, we came out. So, so. Yeah, yeah, right. That was a big news when we were young Greeks. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know exactly. I could be, I could be wrong. But we'll see how they handle it. But again, the subject matter and things are going to be handled with care. It's like, yeah, yeah. black writers, black directors. And, and you know, we're sensitive like and everybody knows that. We all yeah, remember and, the and insecure drama and yeah. stuff with the colors oh, or the, Lord, the actual letters. So Lord, I'm sure they do that. <laughs> What killed me was Prentice Penny, who is he knows better. His wife, AK, he, oh, he, gosh, um, yeah. he got all sensitive and defensive about it. I know he and did, but, he but sure then did. he was like, but then they were like, oh, we got permission from Stanford, and it was a lie. Right? campus, no, that was true. Oh, well, they, okay, they, they, uh-huh, they got permission from Stanford, okay. but then they said, oh, and then people were like, oh, of course they did. They must have had permission from AK. AK was like, um, no, they didn't. Uh, they they never got from Stanford, but not. Exactly. And that's yeah, why I'm like, we we as black people, we need to have the same kind of reverence for what we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with these other folks. But anyway, anyway, yeah. back to the thing. It's going to be good. <laughs> lifetime, lifetime, yeah, lifetime got us for really the stepped all the way up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hallmark, what y'all doing? I don't know. They don't okay. have nothing. On I'll holler at y'all next Christmas holiday season, <laughs> Hallmark, okay? But oh, 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 I take it back. Um, it's gonna be another mystery series. Oh, okay. Um, on there, because the one with um, 
Oh, I can't think of that Holly girl's Robinson name. Who's Holly Robinson Pete. Holly Robinson Pete. Okay. There's another one with um the black girl. She's so pretty. I can't think of her name. But um, mm-hmm. I can't think of the other guy. He was in um he was in Dream Girls. They had did one last year, mm-hmm. but they're bringing back the whole series. So that okay. series is coming. So that's gonna be good. So it, like she's like a, a private a reporter that's kind of like on the beat and he's a cop or whatever oh, so nice. that so that's gonna be good so you know holly robinson's come back with her her okay. mysteries and um mm-hmm. the billy blessing mysteries and then she's doing these mysteries so that's gonna be good but like okay. mm-hmm. well, but what else we got to do a little more what well, else we got? you so- said portia right yeah, so Portia's Family Matters has been airing, and now the season finale will be airing next week. And it really, really heated up, y'all. Oh my gosh, if you oh, haven't yeah, been watching, mm. yeah, yeah, that was a much anticipated fight. That was just a mess because if you've been watching, you know, her sister Lauren, former assistant and sister, you know, brought everybody together, you know, to Mexico based on, you know, Portia wanting to blend the families, you know, and I, I understand that, I feel that. It's not mm-hmm. easy to blend families mm-hmm. and it has to be a very delicate process. And I think her heart and intentions were very pure and bringing together her side of the family, Dennis, her ex-fiance, Simon, her new fiance, Dennis's mm-hmm. mom, and like close family friends whose mm-hmm. opinion matters to her. And I feel like, you know, it was a very much beautiful retreat the way Lauren created it. It was mindfulness-based. I love mindfulness. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 10 years, and she incorporated just a lot of this zen and, Mm -hmm. you know, really peaceful meditation, all of those things. It looked like it could have been a really wonderful experience, and just kind of people didn't come prepared to really do the work, including Portia Mm -hmm. herself, you know, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of took a turn, went left over dinner, and just things got physical and ugly, and there was like, <laughs> the laugh, but it just was so shocking because it was supposed to be this really beautiful Zen retreat, and it just it went so badly. And you know, now kind of dealing with the aftermath, you have one of Portia's cousins talking about Dennis McKinley attempted to assault her back in the day oh when she went to his restaurant, like all these <clears throat> family members mm. of Portia now speaking out against her. I mean, it's just terrible. So, you know, the season finale will be next week. So definitely tune in. And you know how um, Bravo and them are. You can binge watch it, you know, if you missed them. Or you can watch it on Hulu or whatever. And catch mm-hmm. up because it definitely was good. I'm just sorry mm. she's not coming back to Atlanta. But, you know, it, it was a mm. good, good series. So, you know, catch mm. up if you're interested. If you want to kind of see how this plays out with Simon and Dennis and all her attempts to blend their family. So, yeah. that's all. Yeah, I might, yeah, I might have to catch up because you said it was crazy. Yeah. I might have to catch it up. It started out slow, and I was the reason why I fell behind was because it's like the first three episodes, like eh, I could give or take this, but then mm-hmm. once they went on the trip, it got real good. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's worth a catch up. It's worth a catch up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What's All happening right. in in reading romance? So in reading romance, I think I made an announcement on Twitter that I won't be reading as much this mm-hmm. season and this year, this upcoming year, because okay. I have a lot of my own personal things to focus on. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I might give you a book or two here and there sure. um, to mm-hmm. kind of quench the thirst for good romance mm-hmm. <laughs> out there. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have two that are awesome that I just finished um, over the holiday break. I got a Gia DeCadene, who was actually on our podcast, one of the first, early first guests we had on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, her debut, Getting His Game Back with Penguin Random House, came out. Y'all, it is so doggone good. It is so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, it is about Khalil, a, a uh, Algerian French HBCU <laughs> barbershop <laughs> owning graduate uh, <laughs> who uh, falls for one of his clients Vanessa and it just it not only did it deal with like interracial relationships but it also talked a little bit about mental health about you know this ideal of what the quote-unquote strong black woman is and mm. you know and and it, you know I normally don't rock with a lot of interracial romance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this one was done with such care and dignity and mm-hmm, stuff like that mm-hmm. and I'm not just saying that because over these past few months Gia has become somebody I'm, I'm cool with but yes. it's just a really doggone good book. Okay, even if, if it's a, even the parts I'm cool with, the book ain't good. I'm gonna be like, 
Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not I, gonna talk I, about I, it. I feel the same way, and I love sweet things yeah. that I read over the summer, so I can get with it if it's a, a good, beautiful love story. So. Yes, yes, I feel yes. You. Yeah. So, um, Gia DeCadene getting his game back, and finally, um, Chandra Bloomberg, also her debut novel, which is called Digging Up Love. It's on the sweeter side of things, kind of closed door romance, but it's still really, really good. Um, it's about a baker, a small town baker who. Uh, I think it's in her is it her grandparents' backyard. I can't remember it was the grandparents' mm-hmm. backyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. They find dinosaur bones, what? <laughs> and, so, and so a real hot black paleontologist who's trying to make a name for himself in the field comes to investigate, and of course, you know, sparks fly and mm-hmm. stuff. And and the cover is so cute; it looks like a little cake with little bones inside of it. It's so cute, um, <laughs> but it's but it's really really good. So kudos to Chandra for that. Um, nice. um mm-hmm. those, those are my two wrecks for January. So much is coming out in January, but I can't. Again, I cannot get to it, you guys. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's easy to fall behind, but if you mm-hmm. spend all of your time catching up on everything, then you could like lose sight of your own kind of personal goals and stuff. So I guess it's about that balance. So you pull back wherever you need to pull back. And you know, yeah, yeah, I had to pull back on the reading part, but yeah, yeah. so. So here and there, and you know, I'll still do my spring reading list, and I'll yep. compile. Mm-hmm. I may not have read everything on the list, but I will compile That's some of the hot, thing. hot takes yeah. that yeah. I like that are coming out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's all gravy, y'all. It's, it's, it, you know, I'm gonna give you what you what you want. Yeah, you know, like baby, yes, yes. Now I know that a couple of seasons ago, you gave us like little sneak peeks of some of your own writing. Should we expect that in 2022 as well, or is let me, that let me let me that... let me lean close to the phone? No, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, and that's why I asked, just so people don't get their hopes up. Okay, fair enough. We respect that. If, right? you want, if you want to read some of my writing, y'all can go on my website. It is tatianarichardson.com. Nice. You can see some excerpts there. Okay. Um, but I have a few things that I'm working on. Also, if you follow, you know what? This is a good time to plug my Twitter. If you follow mm-hmm. me on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, which is Richards uh, Writes On, it's a play on the Richard Wright, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Richard Writes On, um, W R I T E. S-O-N. Um, okay. You will see like excerpts out. Like on Friday, we do something called Friday Kiss, a lot of writers. And they'll give us a word. Like, like for example, uh, I don't know, adorable. Um, okay. And then we'll have to find something in the manuscript that we're working on or something we're about to publish or whatever that has that word. So sometimes I give y'all little sneak peeks of what I'm writing there, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, last week... <laughs> Last week, I asked something crazy about a pinball machine, and um, I, asked, <laughs> I asked about, I asked about if, you know, if you, if, I can't even get it out, if, um, if you were, like, near a pinball machine, do you think a pinball machine could, like, you know, could it withstand vigorous movement? I'll just put it to you that way. <laughs> like if you were on top of a pinball right 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 so and sure I was like glass. what in the world are you working right. on that you gotta ask us about a pinball machine but what I loved was I had like other authors that I respected like really really give me input and they were like okay if it's bolted to the ground I mean I, I don't know that was somebody's suggestion well if it's bolted to the ground it might it be depends right. on how vigorous though because that glass yeah. shatter and then yeah, that behind, somebody yeah. said it's glass and, and temper Tempered glass. I don't know about that. Yeah, but I brought it up to my uh writing group, and they were giving me a whole bunch of ideas. It was so funny. They were giving me a whole bunch of ideas. <laughs> so shout out to Ray, Ray, Sean, and Tasha L. Harrison and Laquette and all these people who gave me all these <laughs> these wild suggestions. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can go on my Twitter and see some stuff that I'm writing. But um, in the meantime, the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So we need to check out the website if we want to. And then say what Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good to so, me. So, oh, oh, I, there's a little, there's a little bitty, teeny tiny blurb you can see on my Instagram too. Same name, Richard Rice on. Okay. If you keep scrolling, you'll see like a little paragraph I have on there. A little something. Yeah, a little something, something. We'll take it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, um, moving on to, to <laughs> finally mm-hmm. in a listening romance, I have an announcement. I'm going to be 
I shouted them out a couple podcasts ago. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Not just saying that because it's my friends, mm-hmm. but I'll be on the Tall, Dark, and Romantic podcast with Cat and B. Um, I don't know when it's going to air, um, so stay tuned. I will give you all that information when we come on our next podcast um, and all that good stuff. We're going to talk awesome. romance and, and book boyfriends and whatever else they want to talk about. So <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Um, do you have any listening romance uh, Rex, this week? Anything you've been listening to? Well, definitely not Trey Songs. But <laughs> other than that, no, not in particular. I will think about that and come back next week possibly with some recommendations. So I have one. So there is this song that has taken over TikTok. And it is like, y'all know, I, I don't, I'm not even going to pull up my TikTok. I don't even want people to find me like that. But anyway, because <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd be saying some crazy stuff. Yeah, TikTok's um, popping. I don't but, know what you're talking about. It, I guess. But um, it's, it's, there's a song that's taking over TikTok so much so that it's the number one R&B song in the country right now. And um, it's mm-hmm. called Hours and Hours by Money Long. Mm-hmm. And it's such a sexy, sensual, just, oh my God. The, and the girl can sing, sing down. Oh, and so it's just, on YouTube right it's, now. It's, and so let me play a little, let me play a little excerpt of okay. it for you guys. Hopefully you can hear it. You can, let me know if you can, um, okay. If you can hear it mm-hmm. as I play it. I hear it really good. I hear it. I'll just play the first, like, snippet it, let everybody listen to it. getting turned on to new music and stuff yes. like that that was very dope yes because yes. you were the first one to i think teach me about gideon and then he blew up and it was like i first heard about him on this podcast and now he's a fuck boy but anyway oh no <laughs> <laughs> gideon, no. oh god we didn't even talk about gideon. that but he was dating a girl named another singer named justine sky and basically cheated on her the whole relationship Everybody's like, oh my God, give me the cheater. I'm like, have y'all listened to the music? All oh, you talking about is dipping out of the girl. <laughs> so, you know, he's he talking, he talking about dipping out all the time. But um, I'm like, y'all need to listen to the music because the answers be right there, honey. Yeah, they tell like, us what right they, they tell the themselves. So mm-hmm. anyway, but that's it for um, for now, you guys. We will be back um, next week with the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, hope you all again join us as we journey on for this next half of the podcast season have a safe week get those vaccines and boosters if you have yes lord yes lord and stay away from people if they coughing and stuff stay your butt at home if you don't yeah just stay home for real stay home stay home for real for real Mm -hmm. all right you guys we will holler at you later okay Bye. bye